talking new comics today on The Geek Report. The Geek Report is brought to you by Geek Geek Nerd Nerd, comics, toys, and collectibles. Redmond's Geek Store inside the Redmond Antique Mall at 535 Southwest 6th Street. Find the coolest new and vintage comic books, action figures, signed prints, and more at Geek Geek Nerd Nerd. It's the language we speak. I'm Chris Columbus with your comic book geek report. New comics came out this last week and what a doozy of a week it was with a bunch of brand new comics starting out and other longer running comics changing up characters, killing characters off and introducing new ones. DC is in post-convergence with their DCU promotion giving away posters, masks, stickers, postcards and more. Marvel is in the middle of its secret wars. It's awesome and I love where they're taking it. As a result, we're selling out of comics left and right at Geek Geek Nerd Nerd, but fear not, we'll keep reordering them as long as we can get them, which in the case of Joker variants is not very long as they're no longer available. Secret Wars number one and two are no longer available in first printings. Secret Wars number one was the number one bestseller for May. Star Wars and Darth Vader comics continue to sell out, and both were in the top 10 sellers for May, according to Diamond. And in Diamond's top 10 best-selling comics for May, we have at number 1, Secret Wars number 1 from Marvel. At number 2, we have Bravest Warriors, Tales of Hollow John number 1 from Boom Studios. This one gets an asterisk next to it because it was due to Loot Crate buying a few hundred thousand comics. At number three, we have Secret Wars number two from Marvel. Number four is, again, another Marvel comic with Star Wars number five. Deadpool Secret Secret Wars number one took the fifth spot. A-Force number one was at six. And Old Man Logan number one at number seven. Darth Vader number five came in at number eight. And Convergence number five and six round out the top ten at nine and ten. So, let's get to this week's comics. Batman number 41 came out this week. It's a new Batman, new bat armor, new haircut. There's a whole lot of new in this issue and it's got us cautiously excited for this different direction for the beloved Batman series. Batman is more than just pointy ears and a chest symbol, so this new guy has a lot to prove. And yes, we all know that Bruce Wayne will eventually return, but watching someone else take up the mantle is a tradition of superhero comics, so we're eager to see what Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's take on it is. Scott Snyder's star-making hit was his run on Detective Comics where Dick Grayson was Batman, so it's clear the guy knows what he's doing when it comes to passing on the mantle. Earth 2 Society 1, if a new Batman wasn't enough for you, then here, have another, with Earth 2 destroyed by Darkseid, and then Convergence creating a new planet for the survivors. We're getting an Earth 2 relaunch with the subtitle, Society. The dream is that the added subtitle means that the series will harken back to the Justice Society of America glory days. So that's why we're pumped to see the continued adventures of Alan Scott, Jay Garrick, and the rest. And, of course, the new Batman, whose identity we won't spoil if you don't already know. Harley Quinn number 17 comes out this week. Leave it to Harley Quinn to spoof another DC comic on her first issue back on the stands after two months. Although we're not mad at it, by doing her version of We Are Robin and creating a gang of Harleys, we're getting all sorts of new Harleys like Carly Quinn, Harley Queen, and even the male version, Harvey Quinn. This story sounds ludicrous and insane, which is precisely why we can't wait to read it. In Section 8, Number 1, the greatest superheroes of all time, unseen since the end of the hit series Hitman, have returned for the greatest superhero story ever told. 
Befuddled hero Six Pack returns to Gotham City, desperate to rebuild the all-star team known as Section 8 in the face of a deadly threat. He gathers old friends Bueno Excelente, Bator, and the seemingly reborn Dog Welder, along with some new faces. But he still needs that elusive eighth member, and that's when the Dark Knight detective gets an offer he can't refuse in part one of this unforgettable six-issue miniseries, Section 8. In Gotham Academy number 7, special guest student Damian Wayne drops by the Academy, and he is not pleased to meet his new classmates. Constantine gets grittier and darker than ever in Constantine the Hellblazer number 1. The dark adventures of DC's foremost occult detective continue in an all-new series as he investigates the cruelest case he's ever come across, his own dark history. In Suicide Squad number 9, an unstable, violent group has broken away from the League of Assassins. Only the Suicide Squad stands a chance of stopping them if they're willing to get even more unstable and more violent. Red Hood in Arsenal number 1 gets its start this week as the Brothers in Arms face off against incredible odds while burning their way through the underbelly of the DC Universe. And it's only a matter of time until they get gunned down in return. From the writers of the outrageous smash hit, Harley Quinn comes former outlaw Starfire in her all-new ongoing series. She's an alien warrior princess trying to find peace on Earth, and she'll fight anyone and anything to get it. Over at Marvel, we have Ghost Racers number one. Felipe Smith's Ghost Rider series was short-lived but immensely enjoyable. He tells stories that are filled with crazy action scenes and intensely personal narratives, which is why we're so glad that he's back to tell a story filled with Ghost Riders past and present. It sounds a lot like the non-stop fiery insanity that is Mad Max Fury Road, which has us so pumped that we're going to buy it twice just because it's Ghost Racers number one. 1602 Witch Hunter Angela comes out this week in the altered realms of Battleworld. Angela and Sarah are witch hunters, the scourges of King James England 1602. In a land beset by magic and monstrosity, they seek a new and seductive evil. Not witch breed, but deal-making Faustians who bargain with ancient creatures for unnatural power. That's 1602 Witch Hunter Angela. In Marvel Zombies number 1, Elsa Bloodstone is stationed on the shield, the big giant wall that goes across Battleworld. She's burdened with the Sisyphean task of keeping the zombie hordes from rampaging through Battleworld. In those moments where she's not enwrapped in the throes of battle, she meditates on her deceased father. How everything he taught her gave her the means to fight the zombies, but all the love he didn't give her is what motivated the self-destructive actions that landed her on the wall in the first place. But when she sees a human child caught in the middle of the zombie-verse, she'll muster every ounce of determination she has to throw herself into the zombie horde to rescue the girl. And once Elsa finds her, she's going to have to fight her way back out. Welcome to the wildest, most dangerous new corner of the Marvel Universe. Welcome to Weird World, debuting this week. A world of swords and sorcery, strange and perverted science. A world where one barbarian walks alone on a dark and savage quest through all things weird and fantastic from throughout Marvel history. His name is Archon, a lost man in a lost world. Follow him if you dare. Injection is the new ongoing series created by the acclaimed creative team of Moon Knight. In this issue, the five members of the Cross-Cultural Contamination Unit come from very different backgrounds. Simeon Winters, for instance, came from a department of the British Foreign Office, the one that kills foreign people. Also in this issue, sandwiches. That's Injection from Marvel Comics. 
In Savior number three, the mystery of Todd McFarlane's newest character continues. Image Comics' newest and hottest comic from Todd McFarlane includes 22 pages of beautifully painted art by Clayton Crane. Bleeding Cool Magazine number 17 comes out this week as the biggest pop culture event in the USA, San Diego Comic-Con, breaks the most current news in comics and launches rife speculation about upcoming titles. In this special expanded issue of Bleeding Cool Magazine, join Rich Johnston as he questions how influential San Diego Comic-Con has been in shaping the comics and entertainment industry since its inception and whether a move for the convention is really on the horizon. Will it go to LA? Will it go somewhere else. This issue will also feature publisher and retailer perspectives on San Diego Comic-Con, the hottest titles slated to be features at the con, and also an insider's look at the trending topics and rumors of the convention. Their film and gaming writers will fill us in on the most viral buzz this year, and in this edition you'll also find a special price guide dedicated to collectible exclusives from San Diego Comic-Con. That's Bleeding Cool Magazine number 17. In Sonic the Hedgehog number 273, the all-new Sonic Mega Man crossover sequel explodes onto the shelves with Worlds Unite Part 3. It's a cascade of cross-dimensional chaos. On Sonic's world, the Freedom Fighters are battling with the terrifying arsenal of Mega Man. On Mega Man's world, the Robot Masters can't keep up with the super-speedy Sonic Man. Who can possibly save our heroes? The answer is sure to surprise you. After the history-making Worlds Collides crossover event, Sonic the Hedgehog and Mega Man unite once more, and this time Sonic Boom and Mega Man X are joining the fray. Clarence number one comes out this week based on the cartoon. We've all been Clarence at one point. He's an optimistic kid who sees the best in everyone and is happy to play the day away with his best friends Jeff and Sumo. Liz Prince from the comic book Tomboy and artist Evan Palmer from Munchkin bring all the heart from the hit Cartoon Network animated series to comics for the first time. Take a moment to relive childhood. Clarence is a typical fourth grader who's always on the search for fun with everyone, finding adventures everywhere from the classroom to his own imagination. Life might throw a bully or a grumpy adult in his path, but Clarence puts a stop to that with kindness and treating everyone like a friend. There's a new ongoing series from Dark Circle Comics, Fox Hunt Part 3, The Devil You Know. Just as the fox was through being a superhero, his son was putting the final touches on a gift for his dad, a sidekick. Enter Kitsune, the ghost fox, but unbeknownst to father and son, a criminal mastermind has just put a million dollar bounty on the fox's head. Now our hero must make sure his son isn't killed by an entire city filled with villains, including some familiar faces out for vengeance. Emmy award-winning artist Dan Haspiel and Eisner award-winning writer Mark Wade bring you the next chapter in Dark Circle's most twisted tale yet. Birthright comes out this week with issue number 8. The concept of Birthright was thrilling from the start, but there was no way to predict the big cliffhanger at the end of issue number 7 when a certain someone showed up pregnant and on the hunt for Mikey Rhodes. This is the story about what happens after your standard epic fantasy quest and its cinematic art filled with brutal action and brilliant character designs is a prime selling point. Pick up Birthright number 8 today. It almost feels silly to include Saga on this list of must-buy comics because really everyone should be buying it already. It's a comic that pulls you in with its strange blend of fantasy and sci-fi concepts, gets you to love its many strange and wonderful inhabitants, and then jabs you in the heart with a rusty spike. 
It's been a hot minute since the last heart jabbing, so be on your guard, friends. This could be an issue that sends you screaming to your bedroom so you can cry into your pillow. But with Brian K. Vaughn's writing, that's par for the course. Pick up Saga issue number 29 this week. Lantern City number two comes out this week as well with Lantern City being a comic that is going from strength to strength. With well-detailed artwork and good storytelling, it really helps the world-building aspect. Sander is a good main protagonist, not too strong or clever. He comes across like a normal man who makes it much easier to relate to him. And with a fast-moving plot, you never feel like anything is inserted just to pad out the story, but rather every page is completely important. Harrow County number two from Cullen Bunn is out this week. It's a smart and to-the-point yarn that not only deserves an audience, but might just manage to conjure up one. I had no idea what to expect when I purchased number one, but I'm glad that I did because two issues in, and I can tell you that it was a worthwhile investment. Pick up Harrow County number two from Dark Horse this week. We have another Zombies vs. Robots. Zombies vs. Robots is set in the -the over-the-top post-apocalyptic world. The few surviving humans are trying to survive by evading the two most powerful forces remaining on Earth, the warring factions of zombies and robots. It's a modified anthology format. Each issue contains installments of ongoing stories framed by short stories. Inherit the Earth is the story of a dwindling group of human astronauts returning to Earth and finding it a hostile environment. They have survived re-entry, mermen, zombies, and a computer virus that wants to kill them. In this issue, they are aided by a somewhat deranged warbot and a sentient computer operating system in their battle for survival. It's a definite must-read for the week. If you haven't read Zombies vs. Robots, pick up whatever back issues you can find and catch up now. In Chrononauts number 4, the miniseries concludes this week. Captured by enemies and robbed of their ability to time travel, Danny and Corbin have created the biggest mess the space-time continuum has ever seen. Now it's up to them to defeat the bad guys, fix past wrongs, and escape the wrath of their bosses. The finale to this sci-fi buddy adventure features more breathtaking Sean Murphy art, with more soldiers, more dinosaurs, and the conclusion to leave you clamoring for a sequel. That's Chrononauts number 4. Starve number one starts off this week, and it's a well-paced and entertaining introduction to a character-driven story about a man who is forced to take back the life that was once his. Brian Wood gives readers a mission statement at the end of the issue, and Zezelge and Stewart are a dynamic pair on visuals. The writer's track record of good characters and compelling plots bodes well for the future of this series, and it has the potential for cross-media appeal. Image may have another hit on their hands with this series. Once the world's most famous chef, Gavin Cruikshank's been in a self-imposed exile for years. His little foodie television program has since evolved into Starve, an arena sport that pits chef against chef for the pleasure of their super-rich patrons. It's a stain on a once-noble profession, and Chef Gavin is ready to go to war to stop it. Two things stand in his way, his arch-rival Roman Algiers and his adult daughter Angie, who probably just wants her dad back and acting normal. Titan will have some serious work to do if they want their upcoming Four Doctors event to be the best work they've ever produced to date, as Doctor Who, the 10th Doctor number 11, was phenomenal. Having an elaborate plot that's refreshingly simple, the creative team have quite possibly created the best Doctor Who comic ever, with the final page being jaw-droppingly awesome. The Fountains of Forever. 
Cindy and Gabby have a falling out after Gabby's homecoming as an ancient artifact from the center of the universe, a rogue black ops organization, and a secret auction conspire to cause galaxy-shattering chaos. In Grim Fairy Tales Robin Hood number 11, Robin and Marion go to Comic-Con. New readers should jump on with this standalone one-shot issue. New York Comic-Con is in town and so is a gang of hyena demons that wants to turn the convention into a buffet. Robin and Marion must attend the con, in costume of course, and find the weapon the monsters seek before it falls into the wrong hands. Or claws. This would be the perfect issue to get you started on Xenoscope's angsty archer under the hood. Even though there have been heaps of jumping on point issues, this one works best as a standalone because it is all very in the moment. It's not loaded with references to the current arc either, so readers won't be confused. But, however, there's some subtle allusions for those of us who have been keeping up. The Cabal don't feature much at all, but there is a subtle reference and connection made to them as a slight nod to continuity. I'm Chris Columbus, and this has been your Comic Book Geek Report, brought to you by Geek Geek Nerd Nerd, comics, toys, and collectibles at 535 Southwest 6th Street, inside the Redmond Antique Mall in downtown Redmond, Oregon. Come in and get your DC swag for the DCU, including posters, masks, stickers, and more. All this week in the DCU swag bag at Geek Geek Nerd Nerd. It's the language we speak.